everybody. Welcome to episode 159 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host, Paul Robinson. How are you today? Full. Full. Yeah, we just had lunch. That was fun. Um, and then we're going to, we may be doing something film related later this evening. Although, if you're listening to this later, it's we've already done it. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that soon. I feel he- I feel heavy in the belly. Yeah. Ugh. I had a salad the size of a small toddler, so. Yeah. It's a lot of lettuce. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not a salad person. I mean, like, I like salad, but I'm not, like, salad for a meal person very often. Mm. I do it the way guys do it, where they're like, oh, can you throw a steak on top of that? <laughs> yeah. Like, in order for me to feel full, I can have a side salad with a meal. Need that protein. But when someone's whatever. like, what are you having for lunch? A salad? What? Just say some grilled chicken and some vegetables. The fuck is that? I'm going to be starving. I need 19 pounds of croutons on that. I need some good <laughs> chicken salad. Carbs. Good. The chicken's good, obviously. Anyway, I digress. Mm. Um, Welcome yeah, to so, the salad podcast. To the salad podcast. So we're going to be filming tonight for something we can't really talk about yet. Um, but it's for, it's for funsies. Yeah. We're doing stuff for funsies. Um, so we've watched some things. This is kind of our, our jam in the summer because it's difficult to get guests and uh, people are doing things. How yeah. dare they? And we have no life, so <laughs> we right. don't do things. Facts. Facts. Um, so we watched um, an indie film, mm-hmm. and then we watched a very large budgeted film. Yes. Uh, so we'll start the with full the- full gamut. We'll start with the indie, because this is your source for indie film. Yeah. And um, it's it's not without lack of trying that uh, I I tried to get the director of the song- uh, but, uh, you know, I didn't think I'd hear back. <laughs> it was a good thing because I didn't. Um, but we it, watched what? I was going to say, then it sucks. <laughs> we watched um, Calm with Horses, which is what you'll find it on, find it as on Netflix. Um, but it also went, got changed to History of Violence. So it was... It did the festival run as Calm with Horses, and then for some reason, the director changed the title for the U.S. release, probably because we like violence. Yeah. So they were like, it's for the Americans. Make it as violent as possible. Throw it in the title. Yeah. They like that. Uh, But it got released with the Irish name on Netflix anyway. Mm. So um, this was a little confusing because I had initially seen this film. I saw the trailer. And the title was History of Violence or something like that. And then I didn't see it again. And I was like, there was some movie about violence, something violence. I wanted to see it. But I couldn't, like, for the life of me, remember um, one of the main actors in it, which I, I know him. I know his face. But for some reason, I forgot he was in it. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck was that movie? I remember being interested. And then I was like, oh, I found it on a whim. Mm-hmm. And it was um, with, I think it's Keegan, Barry Keegan, K-E-O. U-G-H or something. Mm. It's Irish. Um, I think it's Keegan. 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 Uh, and I was like, oh, this is a totally different title. <laughs> What's yeah. happened? So, I, you know, obviously it's I should read up on it. nightmare marketing wise. I don't know I don't why know. they would do that. I don't know. Something must have happened. Um, anyway, so uh, Calm with Horses is um, starring uh, uh, Barry Keegan, uh, Cosmo Jarvis, and... Um, Poop. Oh, uh, I want to say Neem Algar. Naim mm. Algar. Um, she was one of the actresses in 
that Raised by Wolves yeah. uh, movie. Because I saw her face. I'm like, who is this? Like, yeah. I know her face. Um, she just looks so different in it. Yeah. Like, she looked like herself, but it yeah, was like, yeah. wow, she looks so different. Um, yeah, so um, this was directed by Nick Rowland, um, uh, written the screenplay written by uh, Joe Murtaugh. Um, I think there were other, there was another person there as well. So this was the director's first feature film. Uh huh. Which is not a fucking bad try. Let me tell you. I say that uh, obviously being sarcastic because I was surprised to read that. Yeah. Yeah, but someone's a little too big for their britches. They wouldn't want to come on a little <laughs> podcast to talk about well, it. Maybe but that's he'll fine. An- maybe he'll answer. But um, I was quite surprised that this was. Yeah, I would never have his first feature. That, yeah. Like. Yeah. What did you? There are people that have been making films for thirty years that still haven't. That still can't wouldn't be able to make that film. Yeah. So um, I'm, I I hope he continues to get budgets and and make stuff because uh, he's he's doing all right for himself. Seriously, um, no wonder he didn't come on. I'm not sour. <laughs> I swear. Uh, well, what did you think of it? Really liked it. Yeah. I really liked it. Um, it's one of those films that you have to sit with, kind of like uh, Killing of Two Lovers. Like you yeah. watch it. Yep. And you're like, okay. Uh huh. Because it has this. Um, it ages well like in your head. Yeah, and there's also this sort of this relatable violence to it. I guess in a way, it's very realistic. You know, the yeah. scenarios are realistic. It's not the way. Um, I feel like when people tackle any type of gangster type movie, they always um, overdo it. Yeah. Um, now there's times where that's fun. Mm, sure. I.e. Scorsese, mm-hmm. right? You have your Goodfellow, Goodfellas films, and those are great. Um, <clears throat> I love those. But I feel like on the indie level, people always tend to jump about ten, like 10 steps over the mark. And even not on the indie level, too. They they do that, you know? Yeah, not on, the, not on the indie. Well, like you have like the hitman's bodyguard. And, you know, when people try to do like these types of like, oh, these people are dangerous. It's yeah. always way, way, way over the top. Um, I won't. I won't let you blaspheme Ryan Reynolds in this house. <laughs> and because you saw the movie, no, exactly. Actually, I saw parts of the first movie, so I saw more of it than you. Yeah. As as the huge fan that you are, um, I'm not enduring that. Um, yeah, so I still haven't seen that Michael Bay. Was it a Michael Bay movie he did or something? Or? I don't know. I haven't seen that one either. Wait, with Betty Gilpin? No, it was. Um, I was like, Michael Bay's doing that. I don't want to watch that now. No, there was the one he did where he was like. I think it was released on Netflix or something, and it was uh, I, I don't know. I don't want to. There's too much one where he, where it's like he. I think he's crazy or whatever with the voices and stuff. Mm. We have I think it's called the voices. I think it might be called. Still haven't seen that. That was an older one of his, and the one with um, what's her face from the killing. He did a film with hers. We haven't seen that either. I would like to see that. I'm interested in those because they're not his typical roles. Yeah. Um. Anyway, boys got to eat. I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not watching that yeah. the bodyguard shit. Um, but it's it's like those types of films are like, eh, you know. And then um, your indie level films also they just they take it to such a stereotypical extreme. Yeah. And uh, it's like like Guy Ritchie. Like I enjoy Guy Ritchie, but like I liked Snatch, but for me I like it as a comedy. But, yeah. but that's where it works because he does this over the top gangster type personality but he but then he puts a a whole lot of dark comedy in there and so it's like okay you know that i could take the 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 um the extreme 
version of this of this character. But um, so I guess he's probably not a good example. I don't know. I've, I've just <laughs> seen a lot of these types of movies that it's like you just go for that Hollywood type yeah. ruffian, yeah. and um, it never really. I never really know what to do with those with that kind of movie. This kind of movie where you're like, yeah, I could see it's it's actually more ominous and scary because they fit in. Yeah. You know, and you wouldn't on the surface think that these people are capable of what they're capable of. Yeah. And that's what that's it. Ozark did that pretty well, too, where they just kind of had. these. I mean, they're a little over the top. That show's very over the top. But it was it was these seemingly unassuming people. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody has to. It, it's that what we re, we reviewed a couple of weeks ago about a film, and, and there was this I don't know, quote unquote, bad guy, and um, he played the part real subtle, and he could have. Oh put, yeah, yeah. And so this kind of movie, With kind Kinnaman. of, yeah, this movie kind of like did that all over. You know, it, mm-hmm. you have all these people that played these parts so grounded. You know, and it really, it, it, to your point, it made it much more um, effective. Yeah. I I enjoyed the story. I I enjoyed the story and I enjoyed the um the directing and the performances. I liked the movie more the next day. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like same way with Killing of Two yeah, Lovers. Yeah, I just kind of needed to sit for a minute. Um another movie, if you haven't seen it, we're not going to review it because you haven't seen it. It's an older movie. If you haven't seen The Snowtown Murders. Mm-mm. That is a really really intense realistic film. In its violence, you see the things that I watch. It takes a lot for me. Yeah, um, that was the first time that I ever had to pause a film in one of its violent scenes because it was like it made me anxious. Yeah, because the way it was filmed was so realistic, and it was based on a true story. So mm-hmm. um, it was so bizarre. I was so ashamed of myself. I was like, Sashia, can you really not get through like a you know, reenactment of yeah. something. It wasn't her even, hands were cut off. Her, her feet, her were, feet cut were cut off. Um, it wasn't even like it was the actual video that yeah. you're like, oh no, it was like th- they're actors. I know that they're actors, yet for some reason, the way they filmed that, just the angles that they were in, it was a really tight space because it was in a bathroom. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, damn, this is making me really anxious. Yeah. Um, which is brilliant. I mean, to be able to do that to your audience is absolutely brilliant. I see what that, filmmakers up to yeah they've done other stuff they're probably they're probably someone's probably like yeah they're wildly successful wherever you yeah been? yeah <laughs> yeah um but yeah i i really i really liked this film and what what it gave me that i absolutely did not expect was a tug at the heartstrings yeah you don't get that often in these types of movies well no because they 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 well he or you know they, it was it was the relationships were done so well that that it made you feel that way towards the end, you know, regardless of like how crazy the situations were. And they really honestly weren't that crazy. It wasn't some kind of like over the top scenario, you know, where Just that, it was... Well, that one at the end. Yeah, yeah. Towards the end. Yeah. Was like... And for me, the relationship that they had between the main character and his ex mm-hmm. was so well kind of realized because... A lot of times it's one note, right? They hate each other or like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, one person still likes the other person, you know, whatever it is. But there's just this relationship they have, which felt very real because, yes, they do. You know, these are people that have been together for a long time. So they obviously saw something in one another. You know, they have a child together. Mm-hmm. And so that relationship in the back and forth, because she does care for this person, but they're not together. So 
um i don't know i just really loved how they how they how that re- relationship was was brought brought to life and um so then at the end we'll get into the ending of it uh with his little monologue well, first of all i just want to give um credit to the child uh yeah normally um if somebody tells me that the child was actually autistic and then i'm gonna be like oh i'm an idiot uh if he was then he did a great job like being able to get through the performance and if yeah. not then he did a great job of playing um a child who i'm assuming was supposed to be autistic yeah um and uh you you could see that kind of like also going over the top or being very stereotypical yeah. but um he just for such a young child that's not easy to find a kid that's able to uh kind of get through those 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 circumstances on set and and dealing with that it's sometimes frustrating for adults <laughs> so, yeah. um i thought he did he he did a good job too but yeah the 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 first really violent scene that we see in the film is towards the end um yeah. and I thought it was. Pre- I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, <laughs> like, I didn't I mean, think they were the going to go there. There's not. It's not like a super bloody, violent film. No, you know, no. it's more. It's more dramatic than anything. I think. Um, and yeah, I just don't. I don't get the. I would have preferred the the non-violence title. The Calm with horses. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, that's what it's an IMDb and everything yeah. under. So, um, yeah. I mean, I get. <clears throat> I get the title in that. This you violence. Said Netflix changed it. No, no, I, the director changed it for the, the U.S. Director. release, but Netflix has it as the original title, so I, I don't, don't know. know. Um, but I, I get the two titles. I mean, you actually also have a, a literal horse in the film. Yeah. Um, but you know, the fact that this this his, this this violence is part of their it's just sort of ingrained in them because it's it's a family business, so yeah. to speak, and. Uh, so you, you sort of have that history with violence. I get that, but I I think calm with horses is such a nicer, yeah, like nicer sounding. It just has like a more it's much more indie. Yeah, it's very indie, <laughs> very indie. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's pretentious, and I love it. I love it, <laughs> but is pretentious done right? Um, yeah. The yeah. So so going back to the the one really violent scene that they had, um, it was done really quickly, which I always enjoy because mm-hmm. you don't really have time to harp on that and it's it's kind of more poignant in that way um but it just also makes more sense in what i would assume this type of lifestyle would yeah be like because it's not in your best interest to kill somebody in the most violent bloody way possible like we're trying to cut down on dna and proof right yeah, so right. like you wouldn't in a lot of these movies they're like shot to the head in public shot there's fucking blood everywhere you know what i mean and it's like well I mean, it's it's harder for somebody to have just disappeared if you're leaving all of this evidence behind. So I thought that was really well done. And then they, you know, then they got my heartstrings going, and I was like, I did not see this coming from him. It was pretty heartbreaking. Yeah the 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 lead. um, What'd you say his name was? Jarvis. Yeah, he was spectacular, and you know, throughout the spectacular spectacular. throughout the film, he was. he was good, and I believed him in, in everything he was doing, obviously, and, and he was just a really great actor. And then at the end, he just kind of, like, blew the doors off it, as it were. And he has this one monologue where he's talking on the phone with his ex, and it was it was just stellar work. You know, it was so yeah. good. And, and, and it was I think it was all one – most of it was just, like, one shot, one take. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they did a bunch of takes, but it was one yeah. shot. And um, for the most part, the, 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 the meat and potatoes of it all – um and he just kind of like blew it away and uh uh, it was done so well and so 
kudos to to him for that, obviously. But I don't want to I don't want to disparage the rest of the movie saying he he only got good at the end. He was good throughout, but the ending just kind of really really was done well. Yeah, it just went to a whole other level. Yeah. at at the end, and um, and I loved that they ended it that way. This I mean, a, I hated this is his OT moment. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I hated I hated seeing that happen to the character. Yeah, but I loved that they ended it that way. Yeah, um, it was really. It's just kind of heartbreaking, and and I was so happy that like he didn't appear to have suffered because the guy was too late. Yeah. Because um, I was like, oh god, oh god, I don't want to yeah. see that happening. Because uh, you you really you feel for this guy because he's in he has this this violent profession that he sort of doesn't have a say in. Yeah. And but he's not really a violent person, so it's yeah. it's such a, a a heartbreaking scenario for him because he's constantly having to be faced with his morality when he's asked to do uh, pretty terrible things. Um, also, I really like Barry as an actor. Mm-hmm. He has, um, you know, he has a really unconventional look. And I feel like here in the States with like mainstream, he would never be allowed to be the love interest or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he looks like he's a gangster, you know what yeah. I mean? Like in real life. Um, he has this really like rough, very um, what's intimidating kind oh, of yeah. face. And uh, I'd run from him. Yeah. And, and that, that can be hard um, to, for people to cast because they don't look past that. Right. And you can, you can have this really rough, intimidating look, but still play a softer character. For instance, his character in The Killing of a Sacred Deer, he had this, you know, he wasn't right, but there's like this scene of him eating spaghetti that I just, I wanted to wash my brain afterwards because just like the ASMR in it, it was the opposite effect of like him slurping and chewing with his mouth open. And I was like, I want to punch him. Yeah. But which was the point in that scene that he was supposed to have this grating yeah. presence. Yeah, yeah. So he did an amazing job at it. Too so much so even. that I wanted to hit him. So yeah. um Yeah, they constantly want to make him like the weirdo or whatever and and you know, uh, not necessarily the weirdo, but just like something they want to make you feel unsettled when he's on yeah. screen, you know. And so I hope they he gets to play other parts. Unless yeah. that's a part that he likes to play, but yeah. I hope if he wants to play other parts that Somebody gives him a chance in something different because I would hate to see him sort of get pigeonholed in that. That every time you see him, you're like, I'm expecting something bad yeah. from this person. Um, it would be just great to see him in like a, a rom com or, but like a well made yeah. rom com or a, just like it's a straight, eyes. dark comedy. Cause like yeah, because these... he has like a, a, a hooded lid. Yeah. Um, but he also has like just this very intense stare and he stares up a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's shorter. I'm, I'm not sure what no, his I don't height know. is. Yeah. Uh, but he has it's Tom Hardy does this. Tom Hardy is actually pretty short. I think he's like five ten, and so he. That's but he average. Yeah, but not for I think it's like not five eight. Honestly, but. no, he's not five eight. Um, but it's not what you'd expect in someone who plays such big characters. Mm-hmm. So he's really brilliant at it because he makes you think he's taller. If you didn't know Tom Hardy's height. You know, you would think he was taller just in his presence yeah. because he always has this kind of, you know, when he plays an intimidating character, he does it with his face, yeah. you know, um, and Barry does that as well. But he does this thing where he he has a way of like kind of looking up um, in a way. Yeah. And uh, see with and Tom Hardy does that as well. It's more intimidating when you look just past a person mm-hmm. than when you look right at them. Yeah. 
that's 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 for another time we'll talk yeah. about acting techniques yeah. and things like that but it, it is a it is a common kind of mistake that people make when they're trying to play an intimidating character they get right up in your face and stare at you but that is way more effective if you're looking off because you can't tell what's going on in that person's head and that's yeah. way scarier um than looking them directly in the eye yep keep that in mind yeah uh, so yeah i really i really liked this film and uh i hope we we by some miracle get to to talk to the director because I would like to know the process of how he made that film as a first time feature. Jesus yeah. Christ. See, I watch stuff like that. And I'm like, I give up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, what's our first feature going to look like? A Jeez. disaster. You know, <laughs> a complete disaster. Uh, it won't, it, it's not, it's not even that look it, like, honestly, um, it's, we get this question a lot. Like, why don't you make features? We just, like making shorts. We've had plenty of opportunities to make features. We just like to make shorts. Um, but we are f- kind of finally at a point where we're like, we're going to have to make a feature pretty soon. Yeah. Um, I'm actually working on a, a concept for a feature. I have another feature, but there's no way in hell that's getting funded. So um, Not with that attitude. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm trying to lower my standards, write a new script yeah. uh, that maybe I could afford somehow. Um, anyway, so yeah, go watch that. Also, uh, we watched, so you yesterday, um, you were, you were putting on a movie and you were like, Hey, do you have any interest in seeing this? And I was like, no, yeah. <laughs> um, not like I was like, ugh. I was just like, nah, I have like, if you hadn't put this on, I likely would have never watched it. Yeah. I'll put it that way. Um, and, uh, and there, and we have thoughts on that. Yeah. So uh, it was the Tomorrow War. Yep. Right. Yep. About that title. Uh, we'll we'll get into yeah, that. It's like Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. Well, well, I'm I'm gonna get into it. <laughs> so, director Chris McKay, a writer was uh, Zach Dean. Um, I just want to say, like, I'm gonna get into all of it, but if you go out on, on on IMDb, there was like 300 plus effects artists. And I wish that I had time to rattle them all off because they deserve uh-huh. to be recognized. We'll get into it. Yeah. Um, Even on our crappy TV. Oh, God. <laughs> Such an idiot. Um, so, okay. Okay. Well, if, I, I... Go ahead. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I, know. I thought I was taking the reins because I had chosen the movie, but... Oh, shit. <laughs> No, I'm not. I don't mean that sarcastically. I mean that I, I thought you were. I'm gonna need pause. some ointment for that burn. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, all right. Um, if I had to describe this film to somebody, mm-hmm. I would say that it's like Edge of Tomorrow meets Jurassic Park mm-hmm. meets World War Z mm-hmm. meets Alien Three mm-hmm. meets Prometheus. Mm-hmm. Then at the very end, meets Kill Bill in that exact order. Yeah. I don't know if that was just me. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get all of that, but I got some of them, <laughs> you know. And Did you I, get the I, Jurassic Park yeah, feel? Yeah, no, I, 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 I can see all of your comparisons, but I, I didn't, I wasn't thinking that watching it. But the, when you I said it, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I was. I even made one of those. In a, in a big way. Yeah. Um, and so, okay, look. So, pros. Um, cast. Mm-hmm. Sam Richardson. Fucking love him. Yeah. Betty Gilpin, as we all know, if you've yep. listened, I am in love with her. Um, Yvonne Strahovski, yep. love her. Mm-hmm. Um, J.K. Simmons, yep. love him. All with the exception of Chris Pratt, because that dude never gives us more than the enthusiasm required to make a sandwich. So 
uh, him, it's like, whatever. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't get Chris Pratt. It just, yeah. he's, he just gives me nothing. He gives me nothing. Mm. Um, so, okay. The effects on the aliens was like beyond, absolutely beyond. Yeah. The, Those uh, artists the, should get an award. Yeah. The effects for the, for the aliens in this were just so well done. Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah, they're definitely like edge of tomorrow vibes with them and their movements, but um, it was just so well composited. That was so well realized. They were a lot scarier than I thought they would make something like that look. Not you know, like they that. had definitely yeah. kind of like an evil vibe going with them, and I loved it. You know, the the way they made them like kind of white and and. I didn't get alien so much as I got monster though. Yeah, like, I didn't look at them and think like that's an alien. Oh right, but they were technically yeah aliens or whatever. But that's why I'm calling them that. Whatever, whatever, whatever you want to call it, they were just so. So well realized in their in their movements and their interactions with the environment, it's all flawless. It was all so well, and that the, that type of thing is so hard to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen tons of movies that fail epically at doing that, you yeah. know, or or get really close. Mm-hmm. And I really do honestly feel like this movie achieved that of like just the seamlessness of it all. I mean, there's a couple of shots here and there where like okay. Like that wasn't, you know, it's, it's never going to be perfect. It's because, always in running movement that it looks right. the it's, so it's because everything else was so flawless. Right. You have one scene and it's just like a little, you know, they, maybe they didn't have time or whatever. It's just the littlest. And you're and and so for someone like me, I'm watching it with an extremely critical eye because mm-hmm. of what I do. And um, but it was just so well done. They were so well realized um, from a technical standpoint. And uh, yeah, it was just so good. That's my round. I would I would recommend this movie. On the effects alone, yeah. Even if and even you like the really the, the time travel stuff, that stuff was really fun and and looked good and and was really interesting and cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Also in the pros, um, the big reveal scene on the beach with Yvonne mm-hmm. uh, was really well executed. You don't often get that in this type of yeah. film. I thought that the pacing of the film was very good. This type of movie can either run too fast or too slow, mm-hmm. and it was just the right amount. I was never bored. Uh, and waiting for the next scene, and but I was also never like, wait, what the hell just happened? I yeah. don't understand anything that's going on. Yeah. Just the pacing was really re- the editing, rather I should say. Yeah. Um, in that was brilliantly done. Yeah, it was so well done, and the structure of it. I don't know if you have that in your notes. The structure of it was, um, for me, was a little unconventional, and I really appreciated that because you mm-hmm. you could see how in other films there would have been an ending, but like it kept going, but not like. I like that and they just drag. jumped into it. Yeah, you just you just jumped into. Well, they did the whole like they jumped into it and then they yeah. jump back just yeah. to get you know oh look something cool and then they just to grab your attention. But they have this this fairly unconventional structure, not like anything crazy, but you know they have a, a spot where you think that because I remember watching it, and I had to get up to pee around that point, and I was like, oh wow, there's still that much, <laughs> there's still that much time left, and it, it felt like the ending was there, you know, mm-hmm. and so it made the movie feel. Um, for me, it made the movie feel a little bit more um, robust and bigger, you know, because mm-hmm. there was, you know, look, I have a lot of problems with this film, <laughs> a lot of them, but yeah. I have a lot of stuff that I really liked about it, um, like a lot. So, Well, I started off, yeah, those yeah. were my pros, loved the cast, loved the effects, loved the monster, the design, the animation, all of that behind it and, was brilliant. Yeah, and just to your, to, to piggyback, if you will, on your point about the beach scene, the, the, Movies like this are really tough to get nice, like heartwarming, emotional scenes out of because you're shooting so fast and everything's yeah. so expensive. And you have these big stars and they cost a lot of money. Um, so 
what Ivan Strahovski was able to accomplish in that scene, it just is like, you know, she just continues to blow me away in everything that I'm seeing her do. And I just, I love to see her work. You know, she's becoming, to me, she's becoming like one of my favorite actors. Yvonne was that when we started watching Handmaid's Tale, I was like, oh, the Chuck girl. Yeah. And now she is forever a Waterford. And so it doesn't matter what she's in. I kind of hate her a little bit. Always. Like no matter what she's playing, I'm like, I kind of hate you because she's a Waterford. Yeah. I don't because she's always the Chuck girl to me. See, she's a Waterford for me. (laughs) So she can, uh, she can do, but she has that kind of, ability to make you hate her yeah she's but then also very good in another film you're rooting for her very so. good yeah yeah um, definitely underrated yeah. uh actor yep um okay so you going to cons now i'm in i'm gonna hit a middle point which is okay. neither a pro nor a con but just an i'm uh, um, an, an observance, observation if you yeah. will uh an observance of visuals in that i felt like they honestly tried to make a smart film with meaning and purpose, but instead they made this kind of assembly line sci-fi action film mm-hmm. where critical thinking is optional. Yeah. Um, I don't mean that like as a dig. It's just that like some action sci-fi films you watch with your eyes solely mm-hmm. and others you watch with your eyes and your brain. Mm-hmm. You didn't need your brain for this one. It was mm-hmm. just yeah, kind yeah, of a visual sure. orgasm. Yeah. The story itself was... Mm, um, having said that, it was still a really fun movie to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish that they hadn't tried so hard to justify their ultimate goal, which was clearly to make cool monsters and blow shit up. Yeah. It was really what they were trying to get to. And they created way too many avenues yeah, to try see, to that's, that's overcomplicate always, that's the story. So, so disappointing to me because you're obviously spending a lot of time thinking this through, hopefully. Yeah. And so, you know... And and I get you're always movies like this are always kind of made for the lowest common denominator. They want to make sure everybody can understand it mm-hmm. and to make it simple and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> That's the most pretentious thing. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> These types of films, they're geared towards, you know, the lowest common denominator. <laughs> no, I don't mean like dumb people. I mean people that just like movies that are just fun and, and you can have, <laughs> which I like as well. But I just wish that, you know, they, uh, we'll get into, we'll get into my wish list <laughs> okay. in a bit. Well, no, yeah. I mean, I, I just, I think visually it did such a great job. The effects were so good that pff, I didn't in a million years think that I was going to get these effects from this movie. I yeah, thought this either. was going to be cheese ball. Um, but the effects were so good that the, the convoluted attempts to justify that with these like far-fetched scenarios and like familiar reasoning mm-hmm. from other films, it, it was it was a little derivative, yeah. honestly. You know, it just was well, like yeah. I mean, in, uh, in your in your introduction of it and how it bit off all these movies. Yeah, know? it was it was just like this is I've seen this and I've seen this explained somewhere else. Um, yeah. So okay, the cons for me. I know you said you had a lot of problems. Um, so. They, Only because it was so good otherwise, you know? Like, it had such potential. Yeah, oh my God. It had I'll, such potential. Yeah, I'll get into that. Um, okay, so they not only stole concepts from other films, but on two occasions that I alone caught, there may have been others that, that slipped by that I, that I didn't see, they legitimately recreated iconic scenes down to the camera angles mm-hmm. from two other films that I had picked up on. The first one was, uh, we're spoiling this, by the way, the first one was... Yvonne 
falling to her death in the pit of fire. Yeah. I was like, hello, Alien 3. The yeah. very ending of Alien 3. I mean, just, it looked so, it was just shot in such a familiar way that yeah. I immediately thought Alien 3. And these fuckers running up the wall was the most World War Z thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know why anybody, this isn't the only filmmaker to do this. There are other people that have copied that. And I'm like, why? Yeah. It's like making fast running zombies. 28 yeah. Days Later was the first one to do that. Don't yeah, do it. You can't have a horde of things crawling over walls no, anymore. <laughs> no. World War Z, they cornered the market in that. Yeah. That's their thing. It's like slow motion Matrix movement. Matrix did that already. Don't do that shit because yeah. all people are going to think of is the Matrix. And all I think of when I see things running at warp speed up a wall is World War Z. Just, I mean, that's just, stop it. Um, so unless this was literal, right? And they were like, no, we meant the entire film to be a giant homage to all the films that inspired us. Uh, if it wasn't that, then it was massively heavy handed in its grand larceny level thievery, if you will. Mm. It just felt so stolen. Some of the, the concepts from me were so stolen, including the very end, this, this L driver moment from Kill Bill with the eyes being poked out and the flailing. And I was like, how, how could you be in like six different movies? Yeah. Uh, is so bizarre. Um, there were too many moments that just mimicked other films. Mm. Shout out to the Edge of Tomorrow fans if that made sense to you. Yeah. <gasps> but uh, I'll be here all week, <laughs> or I'll see myself. Uh, out. Including using the word tomorrow. Yeah. In the film about a movie that has monsters and time travel and yeah. jumping, like what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Um. That kind of sealed the fate for me because it was like one after another after another. And I was like, that's enough. Yeah. Um, the next sin, underutilizing Betty Gilpin. I mean, that's I across just, the board for anybody that puts her in anything that she's not starring in. the hell? Yeah. She had such a small part. And I was like, God, that was a lost moment because she's amazing. The jokes were a little heavy handed for me, especially from Sam Richardson, which is a shame because I think the one serious moment they gave him was so good. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is Sam Richardson played the comedic notes brilliantly. So it wasn't like he was doing yeah, it. Yeah, but we've I just seen feel like Veep. Was, we know he's the king yeah. of that. <laughs> like but him I, and Tony Hale, like they got that. Uh, it was so perfect. I just felt like, yeah, they 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 had him do that too often. It was way, it was yeah. way, way too heavy But I can't, you know, I, I'm willing, I, I, for me, I'm willing to take that because I that's not can't his get fault. enough of that. No, that's not his fault. That's the writer. I'll take anything that he does because I love yeah. him. But I just like... When they gave him that one serious moment, I was like, oh, my God, because I want to see him do that. I want to see him play like a dark character or some fucking psychopath or something because I think he would be amazing. Comedic actors always play those characters really, really well. Um, And so I was like, God, I hope they're not, you know, because then he's in that new one that was filmed up here with What's Her Face? I don't know. That you like wolves, something in the wolves, the werewolves, and the, 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 it's another comedy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, werewolves Within or something like that. the same thing. Yeah. You know, you're, he, he, we know he's got this in the yeah. bag, but like, let's give Sam something else because he's amazing and I want to see him do more stuff. Um, these are things that like, I'm not like nitpicking in the story, storylines and uh, unlimited ammo. <laughs> yeah. I didn't feel like people were changing ammunition nearly as much as they would need. I don't know where Every they got once these in guns a while, from. They'd give you the, oh, I got to put this gun away and grab this gun. Every once in a while, you get it. They'd go down to the pistol, but for the most part, it was. But they just were like, through the whole thing. And I was like, this dude's been shooting for 30 seconds straight. Way too much. Too many. This guy had like seven dots, and this guy's like, he hasn't even reloaded. 
Um, the oh, also, uh, these people had twenty four hours to report. Yeah. Why the fuck would you show up in business attire? Yeah, the dress code thing was weird. I don't understand, like, why that is counterproductive. These... To I mean, I what get that doing. they had to leave like at at any given notice, but my understanding hours. is I have twenty four was... hours to change my clothes. Is what I'm saying. No, to show up, yeah. And they showed up and whatever, and they were, like, pretty much deployed right away. But it's, like, my understanding was that happened at night. So, you know, they're deployed at night. So you people were all wearing this at night? I don't understand. I just didn't understand it. Because he yeah. had time to go home, show his wife that he had the yeah, armband. Yeah, the time travel thing, you know, that's a really hard And came concept. back in normal clothes. But for some reason, there were people wearing business suits yeah. and fight and running, you know, with guns. And I was just like, what is happening? Yeah, time travel is such a hard concept. Because you have, there's so many different ways to do it, right? You have Back to the Future versions. You have, you know, you, you either, you, you're either like changing the current timeline. Mm-hmm. So then it disappears and the new one exists. Or you're branching off and creating new ones and the current ones still continue and they go however. And then this film did the latter. And um, yeah, it's just always tricky because then it's like, well, wait, if this person did that and then that person My did, My brain you know, can only handle parallel universes because yeah. if the other way, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. You yeah. can't change something in the past and have it stu- – yeah. <laughs> you right. know, I don't like that. Um, it's that paradox, right? Because if they go back and then um, destroy them, they never would have came out for right. them to even know they were there right. and like this that whole paradox thing. And so that's why for me, when I think about time travel, it's – it's different universes and uh, you have all these, you have it splintering off in all these different ways. And I think that's, I'm pretty sure that's where the film was going with it as well. Um, but I don't, I think the whole time travel thing was dealt with a, a little clumsily. Yeah. It, you know? Yeah, it was. I appreciate um, the the concept of like, t- you know, the Bill and Ted version where time still continues. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like you can go there and then come back a second later. Which would have been interesting, but you you know films like this because yeah because you would just go back to when they first showed up and you know you would keep going back to that moment right. and figuring it out so they you kind of have to have this kind of linear approach to time travel which is always a little weird and they always have to invent rules as to why you can't do that you know yeah and so that's 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 always tricky but I think I don't know the one of the biggest issues I had with the film if I may is the whole spaceship part oh, of it i'm gonna get into that okay yeah. i'm just trying to go in order okay go ahead um we'll get so to the spaceship for aside from their attire it was the, just the fact that they were using completely untrained civilians as soldiers yeah. which again just cannon fodder counterproductive to what we're actually trying to do here weapons are heavy they require skill i don't know how many accidental shootings have to happen in the u.s for us to realize this yeah. honestly how are you just giving people high-powered weapons and assuming that they're yeah. going to figure this out and do a good job of it like that no um the fact that we never address how the initial drop-off went so terribly wrong like we just glazed over the fact that they legitimately dropped people from the sky to their deaths yeah and some of those scenes were pretty brutal i'll surprise pretty brutal surprise they showed them yeah uh it just uh just little to no concern with the civilians, and while that aligns perfectly with how this country treats military and civilians, yeah. uh, it still seemed wildly out of place. Like they were like, "Hey, something's going wrong with this drop off." Cling, 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 cling. People are yeah. just dying, and they're like, and "All right, it. anyways, back to the mission." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, are we not going to address this? Um, and no, I, I, I guess they didn't. Um, another issue was I felt that there was a lost opportunity to address global warming. Mm-hmm. And since we're playing pretend, right? This yeah. whole movie is about playing pretend. 
why wouldn't you approach the game plan from like a preventative approach? Um, since blowing up the location I, seems yeah. wildly counter counterproductive, but this approach of like this approach that they went with would have cost us trillions of dollars, trillions of dollars than it would have just being more environmentally conscious conscious for like the next 20 years. Like, oh. hey, guys, you know how we but talk about that, the environment? That, like, right, but <laughs> this is super important That's now. still something you have, that's a ticking time bomb, the way you still have to address aliens. Yeah, but you you're know. prepared, right? So you're like, we need, to, okay, so we need to keep this shit thawed. And when you start noticing like, look, we've done our best, mm -hmm. but it's still like we're, we're moving rapidly or like we've bought ourselves 20 years maybe. Yeah. But in 20 years, we're going to have to address this and we're going to have to blow this whole fucking thing up. Yeah. Okay. But it was just like, they just went to like, what's the most violent, expensive yeah. that approach was, to this? That was, that was another thing for me. And I know it would make obviously a way more boring exactly. movie, but you know, yeah. I mean, if you're, okay, let's say, oh, we think that there might be an alien spaceship in Russia or wherever, and we're going to blow up these things before it even happens. And they blow, they blow, they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then you go there and you see it. And then it's like, you call them and say, okay, li we literally are staring at an alien spaceship right now. So let's get a team together here and get done what needs to get done so that, that this, this doesn't happen. You know, because there's no guarantee that because four people go there and set off a bunch of bombs that you've got every single one, Yeah, you know? So, I mean, I guess they got the female, so that's the most important thing, but I can't imagine that one or two didn't survive out of that, you it's know? It's just, it's just suspect. But yeah, that, and, and I get it, you know, from a, a narrative standpoint and a storytelling yeah, standpoint. It's, like it's whatever, not a very action-y film yeah. if you don't do that, but I felt like they plus, did a good job up until then, yeah. honestly. Plus, uh, plus you I have, lives without it. you do have time. So even if you want to take the sun yourself, you can say, all right, let's go find the spaceship. Right. Let's, let's regroup and figure out what we're going to do. There was ample time to yeah. do this. There was ample time have, to do this. You, that's the one resource you have is is a, a little bit of time anyway. And because you fucked with information in the future about the past, you can now not leave your family and do all of that shit yeah. and not die in a car accident. So yeah. you have time to actually yeah. do this less violently and Although you could die sooner in a car accident that wasn't you know, This is true. This know. is all true. But um, it sort of tethered to that was their ability to fly into Russia undetected during a time where chaos and security are at an all-time high, yeah. okay, which renders Pratt's comment about his father, uh, you know, like how irrelevant Simmons' character was. Remember, he makes this comment like, yeah, I came here wired for you. Like, you're the one yeah. that they want. It's like, well, that's actually kind of moot because uh, in reality, he would have been kidnapped by the government. If he can fly into fucking Russia undetected yeah. in a chaotic environment, yeah, he would be like the guy to get for everything. There's yeah. no way he would have just been hanging out on some airplane hangar fixing things. They'd have gotten that yeah. guy. Yeah. Um. So now we get into like... The spaceship itself, which so now the approach is to blow up all of these layers of ice that the layers of ice that were protecting the ship from yeah coming to the surface or you know Being warming up, out, yeah. and then they get into the ship that seems like it's room temperature. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, if the whole point was that them thawing out is what bred them to come back to life, why is there not ice in this spaceship? Yeah. There was no ice or anything inside. It was outside, but then they get inside and it was like they were in a regular space shuttle. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. They would be running rampant through here. Plus there's liquid in there. Yeah. You know, and liquid it, freezes and it wasn't frozen. Does it? So. Yeah, it's true. Shit. I never knew That's that. what the internet told me, so it must be true. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I but, just yeah. My did biggest not... thing was there was that issue with it, which okay, fine, I'll look past that. Whatever. I can't look past that because they actually for me they, the biggest... they literally made a point to be like they thawed out, like yeah. they were already thawed out down here. Yeah, or maybe they just gestated. You know, maybe it just took a sure. while. But for me, the one of the biggest sins was they just literally brushed off with one line of dialogue that there was like a different species that was piloting this spaceship. And did you see what that species looked like? All of the effort that they put into those aliens and that was the best they can come up yeah, with the, I just, well, as no, the pilots? Well, yeah, that. But I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. It's just, I was, was found myself really peeved at that because there's a lot, there's a lot there. You know, there's so much there. It's just like, oh, look, those are, look, the, the, the white, what are they called? White something? The white White walkers? White things. <laughs> white runners? White things that weren't actually the masterminds or whatever. And right. they, they have a shot of the- They were like the cockroaches. Actual actual aliens that were piloting the ship and then they move on never to be talked about or mm -mm. even thought about again. And it's like- So like, we're not going to talk about this whole alien species that like crashed down I'm here saying, or And like, so like just from a, pra a pragmatic standpoint, you know- I understand that their initial thing was to go in there and just give all of these things the thing and have them all die. They didn't, I got something to say about that too. They they the blowing them up was was Plan B, which you knew was going to happen. But the the amount of um, good that the technology that that spaceship houses can do mm -hmm. for the world, if you were to approach what you're doing from a uh, a smarter and I, and then look, I know we're tearing apart the tomorrow war with like <laughs> sensical kind of <laughs> points here, but like I don't know, I feel like there's just this hugely missed opportunity to kind of, and it's a movie you can only get into so it much. Just but, could have been so much better if they if they just had been more honest with it. I yeah. guess you know it's like they like I said, if I felt like they were trying to like this was made under the guise of like oh it's going to have this great message and all that, and it's like no, you basically made Kong with aliens. Yeah. Like anything Dwayne Johnson does, I'm surprised he wasn't in this. Yeah, I'm yeah. surprised he wasn't he wasn't Chris Pratt's character because yeah. I would have preferred that. I think um, because that's what you gave us. Like you mm -hmm. gave us one of Dwayne Johnson's best action movies. If you if yeah. he had been cast in this, and my issue with the aliens and and the spaceship was that was like why the hell they took so long injecting the serum into the pods, which we, we, I mean, we all know was to create the inevitable fight scene, right? They had to do this stupidly and slowly so that the fucking female would get out and we'd have this epic fight at the end of the movie. But what I'm saying is like, have the queen be in another room, in another section with her own little minions or something mm -hmm. like that, that they missed, right? They're like, oh, this must be the main pod, like Lost Boys, where they thought yeah. that they hit, that they, they fucking nailed the, the lead vampire and they got the wrong one. It's like, it's something like that where have it be like this weird misconception and yeah. that it screwed up, but don't have it be that you're literally standing around in self-righteous celebration. Whoa, those disintegrated when there's a whole row of these fuckers behind you. Like, yeah. hurry up. Yeah. Pump the, how are you not like pumping the syringe in one, moving over to the other mm -hmm. one? They were just like, yay, they're dying. And the ones behind them are like, we're going to kill you now. Yeah. It just, it was so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, and that's the thing. It's, it was you a know, dumb way to get to the fight scene. Yeah. That and is I think, what I'm saying. And it's, and it's, I know we say these things and it's like, well, then you wouldn't have a very exciting movie. But I feel like if you answer these questions, you still can have that exciting movie. You just have to answer those questions and make sure that you don't leave these holes open. You can still have this epic fight scene with the, the queen at the end, but it's not like the way that they just kind of, the, the, the way that they went about, went about it was just, it could have been create a little bit more well, intriguingly. Like I said, I could have lived without the queen fight, 
I could have lived without the queen fight, but um, I will admit that her fucking melting was beautifully done. Yeah. So I'm glad that that they did have it because yeah, that the, was the, um, really cool to see. The uh, uh, liquid simulations. In this yeah, film I, because done so she well. she sort of like melts from the inside when they get injected with the serum. And um, so I thought or like actually I should say when she gets injected with her own serum because it was her from the past, her future self. They took the serum out of right, and then that was her. Well, they she was the queen in. in yeah, they took they twenty fifty. They, they, they built the serum off. Of yeah, her. off of yeah. her, and yeah. then injected her with it. So it was like this, you know, yeah. uh, rounding back around to that, and and being like, oh snap. Uh, yeah, because she was the only one that was yeah uh, immune to it. But yeah. if you but they, if you were to if you were to think about it and say, hey, we're gonna send this back. We don't really have to make sure that we have a cure for the queen one because if we can get to these aliens before they hatch right. we could just find the queen one kill her manually mm-hmm. and then just inject all the other ones with the serum that does work and if they do have a serum that does work on all the other ones why are they not i guess they don't have the resources to to no but they have trillions of dollars to get this war going yeah. and like uh, i don't know um I th- I think you could you could have still had that fight scene if you just put her in another room and they could be like oh shit we didn't like yeah. when they killed the other ones it would have like caused them to wake up faster, but they mm. didn't know she was there kind of thing. Yeah. It's very simple, like very simple. Just have had her in another room. But the fact that they're standing there, like, yeah. <laughs> like why would you stand there? Like you have the serum, start fucking injecting pods. Right. Like that's and, silly. Yeah. And there's enough of them there that you can do it as quickly as possible and Hell still yeah. have them all There burst weren't out. many of them. There weren't yeah. many of them. Um, one of the like, this is going to be the pessimistic side of me, but I just can't understand why on earth, uh, taking human history and behavior into account, um, why we would ever think that we were capable of not like freaking the fuck out after being given that information of what was going to happen in the future. The idea of successful time travel alone would have caused a world war, Mm -hmm. right? People are time traveling. We asked people to put a mask on during a global pandemic and like the entire country succumbed to multiple violent tantrums yeah. over putting a mask on. You think that people are going to be able to fly out of the sky, yeah. give you this information, and then we're going to be like, mm, let's handle this in a really appropriate and calm manner. Like there's no way in hell yeah. that we would have done that. While on that, to- uh, while on that topic, how uh, in the middle of all this chaos did we manage to turn the corner on building a damn time machine? Yeah. Okay, so... We figured that out on our end in less than a year mm-hmm. from when the, our future selves interrupted a soccer game, which for the record, like that many red-blooded Americans wouldn't be watching a soccer game during the holidays. Football. We, but that's what I'm saying. I know. For us, it would be soccer. We don't watch soccer here, especially during Christmas. Yeah, that many people in a room sport in the world, watching so. soccer, it wouldn't have yeah. happened. And where are they? California? Some shit? I don't know. I don't yeah. know where they're supposed to be. Yeah, um, because like to your point, like why? Why you, you come back and say, "Hey, we're all going to die in 30 years, so we need you to fight with us." I don't know. Like I don't. I don't see how that's productive because so many people are going to be like, "Either fuck you, I'm not fighting because if I'm going to die anyway, who cares?" Right. Or or you're going to have people that are going to like take advantage of it. You know, and and you know how many people are gonna bunker up? Yeah, with guns. <laughs> like, there's no way people would that this is you happening. Would, you would you would start destroying the world now because you think yes. people are gonna give a shit about their jobs and Be- stuff. Well, if, that's what we did. You know, yeah. we like we were in the middle of a pandemic. We're like, hey guys, all time low, and everybody was like, let's make it worse. 
Yeah. Um, so there's there's just no way that that would have worked out like that. Assuming that future technology made this possible, how did we set this up on our end so well, they, quickly? I would, I would assume that they brought that yeah, equipment they, back. Well they, well, they I don't think they brought the equipment back. I think they brought the the like the blueprint for it. Like, oh, here's how we're gonna make this well, time they could, machine. Because they brought the guns and stuff, so they could. I guess, but I don't. That. I don't see how you're bringing a whole damn time machine. Well, just, they couldn't even land them on the a parts, roof properly. Just like, the parts that you maybe can't build yet. If there's some, you know, or I, that I are difficult to build yet. I don't see how these things came out in 2048. Yeah, they didn't talk at all about the technology of the they, time they, travel, They which is surfaced fine. in 2048 and they're like, hey, they're trying to ruin the world. They're going to kill everybody. And then somehow we were like, oh, let's build a time machine because we just had the ability to do that this whole time. Like who just, yeah. who builds a time machine <laughs> during this chaos? Like it just, yeah, it's like, yeah. what's the first thing we should do? Build a time machine? Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, uh, uh-huh. I, I see where you're going with that. Let's do that. And let's just, just know how to do it. We're just going to know. It's not going to take, it took us a year to get a vaccine for Pete's sake. And we're just, we're literally time traveling. I mean, obviously there's kinks in that because they dropped people off goddamn out of the sky and in, onto the ground uh, from yeah. well, that, 400 feet up. But yeah. I mean, still, it just like, I don't know. It just seems so bizarre to me that they had these like high end weapons and they were like, just throw them in the hands of civilians. They'll figure it out. And that won't be a complete waste of money at all. Um, yeah. And you have all the, like you said, you have the time. It's not like, oh, we could only jump back three weeks before they attack. Because then you're like, well, we don't have time to really sh- like strategize this, right? They're yeah. going to attack in three weeks. But it's like you have like a couple decades yeah. almost to really approach this smartly yeah. <laughs> like we're gonna we're gonna bring an intelligent plan to fruition and we're gonna make this happen they were just like i mean i guess that was kind of typical where they were like what should we do blow shit up yeah <laughs> that's what we're gonna do we have yeah. all the scientific information smart minds blow it up it's like we can't we can't come up with some kind of um uh, you know, uh, like uh, uh, some kind of resolution that we could kill them all with, you know, like the serum or whatever. But we can invent time travel. It seems like that would be the harder of the two. Yeah, we could, we could, in, we can invent time travel, but we couldn't slow global warming. Well, that and we couldn't figure out a way to kill these things. Yeah, it just. You know? And then it, for me, I know because that... because these things start to emerge, they're clearly going to emerge in Russia, right? I mean, that's where they start off. So you'd be like you'd. They never went back in time with that mentality of trying to stop it before it started. It was mm-hmm. just trying to because that's their because they're they're in that they're in that thing now, and it's like, well, you realize that if you go back in time, you're saving the the people that you're coming back from are already pretty much dead or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you're sending you're you're basically like shit. We need more people for this war. Well, let's go back in time and grab a bunch of people, and it's like, okay, well. Now you're, now you're fighting two wars because you're fighting the right. war that's currently happening and right. you still have to think about it happening again because mm-hmm. if you were to beat the aliens in some way, all right, well, now now we know how to do it so we can do it here. But it's like it seems like you it would be easier to do it at that moment in <laughs> we, the past. We put way too much thought into this. <laughs> that's what happens when you do time travel movies. You start to really like if think about everything. If you are still with us, like <laughs> – can you be any more petty? Just watch the <laughs> fucking movie and shut up. Um, yeah. I mean, no. It, you, 
if the movie was shit, I would have just been like, eh, it's a shitty movie. It was stupid. It didn't make sense. But the reason That's why the thing, we tear like, it apart I can sit here. We've sat had... here for 30 minutes tearing this movie apart. <laughs> and we're like, at the end of it, we're like, go watch it. It's it. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> because it was still good. It was just like. I, I thought it was, <sighs> I would watch it again. I thought it was so fun. It, it was, was just it, so. It, it was baby edge of tomorrow, though. I really, yeah. like, they could have just. I mean, you know, you. you I feel like went, Edge of Tomorrow really went there and really put that little extra kind of stuff they into totally it. Totally did. And um, Edge of Tomorrow is a perfect example of a sci-fi action that you watch with your eyes and with your brain. Yeah, it's a great and and it's simplified, right? What like nothing needed to be convoluted, right? They were like, oh, how does this work? Oh, this fucking mimic thing—it bleeds on you. You uh, you start living the same moment over and over again. Yeah. Oh, what else? That's it. Yeah. That's it. It's an alien. We don't understand how their blood works. This is what it does to you. Boom. If you get the injection or your blood is, you know, you have a blood transfusion in any way, shape or form, done. You can't do it again. Yeah. What else? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it ends. That's it. There's nothing else to it. And that's why it was so perfect because you were like, okay, now I could just focus on how they're going to go about this yeah. instead of like, oh, uh, so here's the thing. In this year, you and, go back. And then and, this year, you do this. Right. And it's just and, like, And ugh. it took the control away. Yes. So because you don't have – once you have control of time, then it's like – then you start asking all these questions. Why don't you do this? Why don't mm-hmm. you do that? But because in Edge of Tomorrow, there was no control. Um, that And you were just looping through the same yeah, moment no matter what you did. That immensely simplified it because you know you can do anything at that point. You have these weird aliens that can manipulate time in a weird way. And it's like, okay, I get that. You know, I've seen that before and I get that concept. And, and now this dude's stuck repeating the day and, and they explain why and how it works – in a simple way, and it's just so effective. Um, in this movie, I feel like should have just put a little bit more time into that. You know, um, I think they needed to put less time into it. Just like well, into just simplifying don't it. Think about it yeah. so much. They really needed to simplify it. And you know, uh, if they're if they're in the, I'm not saying this is a better idea, but uh, something similar to like they're in the future and they have like one chance to go back in time to bring people to them because it's like, look, the whole point of this thing is. Chris, pa- Chris Pratt's team's journey. So mm-hmm. if you're like, well, let's just keep it to one team and, you know, we only have one shot at this because that's how this time travel machine works. Once the wormhole's done, that's it. And um, I don't know, like you just, you got to find ways to simplify. I think the, the story was too broad, too big. And if they simplified it a lot, it would have it would have been so much more um, amazing. I would have actually liked it to have been that, you know, I love that cycle concept, and I would have loved to have yeah, been like not... if if them trying to figure out the cure to stop these things in the past, that's what caused it to happen in the future. I would have loved, that. but yeah. I love those cycles. Yeah, that things. that would have been cool if if uh, like if like there was a arc, sequel like or that something. Arc movie we watched, remember that yeah. ARQ movie? Yeah, that if was there fun. if there had been like a sequel where it was like, oh, we actually created this by yeah. you know being stupid and trying to blow it up instead yeah. of uh, you know effectively keeping it from um, gestating or whatever. Um, it, I'm going to add one more movie to this also was just the design of the actual aliens was the most Bram Stoker's Dracula yeah, I've yeah, ever seen yeah. in my life. The Not not when he's old, but when he's the actual human-sized bat, when Gary Oldman turns yeah, into the bat kind of and like, he spits at the cross. Yeah. Those were the aliens that were piloting the ship. It was like the same face. And I was like, what the hell yeah. is that? <laughs> but I would like, love to have – I mean they, they – Again, they just they literally deal with one line of dialogue, but the whole purpose of 
what these aliens because now I'm 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 like, well, wait, what, what these aliens crashed here? Where were they going? What what's their plan? There's there's clearly more aliens out there. Did were they going to another? And they plan? could like, be somewhere else. Yeah. Right, and they could just send they, more. They, they were like, oh, there's volcanic ash. So where was this volcanic ash? Let's go back and say, yeah. but they could be anywhere else. Yeah. They could have landed in other places. They, they could be under a desert yeah. for all we know. There could be other ships in, in there too that won't evaporate until another 30 years or whatever. Evaporate. <laughs> or, you know, whatever. Um, I would have loved to have delve into that world. I mean, look, you're going to need a fucking series at this point, but... That's what it should have been. But that's what, could, but, but that's what you're... But that's what you're introducing. You're introducing such a big story that it cannot be told in a movie. Now that we have these series, and I know we would always, I always rant about how series, I'd love to see this as a series. It's like these movies are becoming so big that the story can't be told in just one film. And you want to tell, you know, you want to do a couple, you know, mm-hmm. version, you know, you want to do some sequels and stuff, then, then great, set those up. But, um, I think for films, simplifying the story down, I mean, it's just like what we do for short films. You take the story, you simplify it down to exactly what you want to tell so you can tell it in 20 minutes. And I feel like that's what they need to do with the, especially these bigger budget films like this because they want to build this whole world and they want to make it feel like this. And it's like, well, you literally don't have time for that. No. You know, they're they're competing with the storytelling of a series, which is, you know, something you could do over, you know, four to 12 hours and you know there's just there's just no yeah i would have loved to have had all this if they keep the story this scope and flush out all those ideas then it would have been an amazing i would have loved to watch that series yeah there's no way that they could have kept those effects up for the whole time i would imagine not but Um, if you think about it you didn't really see the aliens all that much that was just so impressive when you did no yeah yeah i mean mean, it wasn't like you know just kudos to them for not making them look i mean they did have a bit of like a stranger things edge of tomorrow thing going um but having them be white like that with yeah. this like kind of bloody mouth and with these little beady eyes they they were like big alien dogs or something yeah. um and that was pretty cool you don't see that a lot right. and i i didn't expect that type of violence yeah yeah in because yeah. you know i thought this was like like more marvel-y yeah, you know that there's like oh it's like a Marvel sci-fi like a kids film. Yeah, it's like, definitely rated R. A young kid would be like fucking shit. <laughs> like, yeah. they'd they'd be sleeping weird. You know what yeah. I mean? Because those things are creepy. But um, it was like um, yeah. I mean, I just for me, it just it really like bugs the crap out of me that clearly they this whole alien <laughs> thing because it's like you introduce this concept and then just there's no reward for that. It's like, okay, well, there could be, there could be more heading this way. They cry. Like, I just, I, I'm just thinking about you that. You just don't get the answer. I know. Okay? You just so don't get it. You have regards, to move on. I feel completely unsatisfied. You have to move on. But I suggest you watch this movie because it's <laughs> awesome. Now that we've torn it apart and had about 17 bullet points of why it sucked. Uh, at the end of that, we're going to say to you, you should still see it. Yeah. Because the dog aliens are phenomenal. Yeah, they are. They really are. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, um, thank you. Shout outs. Shout outs to MoGraph. Oh, and, and also, uh, I want to talk a little bit about your acting courses that you have coming up. Do you? Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> you have them. If you have, you know, you're going to... Well, for, lo- yeah, for the locals, uh, I'm going to be uh, teaching um, uh, a four-hour actors intensive. So, it's more of like a beginner's intermediate type of class. So, if you're, if you're local and you're interested, um, I'll be teaching that in LaGrange. So you could go to Sashia Dumont, S-A-S-H-I-A-D-U-M-O-N-T.com. Yep. And there's a link there for classes. Courses. Um, uh, I'll have a link in the in the show notes. Yeah. And, uh, you yeah, know, we'll, 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 we'll see. I don't anticipate many people signing up. 
Um, but whatever. That's the spirit. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But yeah. listen, I, I keep my expectations low. Yeah. You know, in this way, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Um, but also we're going to be on MoGraph. Yep. In um, August. Next month. Um, so that's going to be bunsies. Yeah. So you can. Finally. Finally. They were like, I guess we have to have these freaking assholes on the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll as we get closer to that, we'll we'll talk a bit more about that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a film or short or something you want us to see it or you recommend something, or if you were like, hey, you guys really need to fucking get over yourselves and just watch a stupid action movie and move on with your lives, you know what? You're probably right, but we're not going to do that. I yeah. have an obsessive personality, uh, as does Paul, and that's just how we roll. Yeah, it's just how we roll. If we absolutely 100% hated this movie and didn't find anything redeeming about it, we wouldn't have talked about it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, do with that what you will. Yeah. Bye. I don't know. I no, well, oh. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> He's not ready. I just want to reiterate that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that it's a super fun movie. And go see it. Okay, oh now I'm done. Oh, Lord. Bye. Bye. Bye.